Alright, everybody. Welcome to Torch the Tavern. I'm just gonna let you guys know, I'm a part the kimono, and no jokes, this episode is actually recorded right after the Thanksgiving one, which you would have heard by now. So we just got that amazing news. I bombed these assholes. You totally did. Uh, so we've been uh, celebrating a little bit before we record again, but I gotta bring it way down a notch, because we left on a sad note in the main show. I am your gravekeeper, Jameson Oxford, and we're picking up at the funeral of Canton right after, and everyone's sort of going their own way to do their own thing. Yeah, to my left. <laughs> it's uh, Ryan, back again as Roy, and uh, being sneaky currently. Mm. And Shut the fuck up. To his left, <laughs> I let you clown me this time, boy. And to his left is a keeper of a single grave who uh, doesn't know Roy is following him, still disguised from the funeral, and dealing with some shit. Bruce. No, no, no. <laughs> how does it stop me? Stop kissing each other's hands. <laughs> just kiss him. Look, I'm just. It's how we show affection. Among other ways. Patrophile. Sure. Listen, if he names his kid... Oh, shit, Dylan. yeah. Also, I'm Mitch, and uh, Bruce is a fighter and stuff. Strana, go! Yo, it's Strana. Once again, playing Bob. Apparently, I, I was not a tuner, but I built a wonderful, wonderful casket and my star-shaped, shiny, gilded thingy. Yeah, yeah Bob, Bob, shiny Bob. Bob's always been a bit of an ass, and Strana was very tired, so we just played into that, and Bob didn't really go to the funeral, but he made nice things for Kenton. That's how it um, yeah. yeah, he didn't say his favorite dwarf this time. You've been saying that like almost oh, every, yeah. every episode. I know because pe- he knows now that people do like Warnoff Warn off better. Exactly. He's accepting it, or is it Strike? Everybody likes Strike better. I like Strike. <clears throat> I'm gonna kill you. What? It's your thing. Fine, I'll sleep you. No, please, <laughs> guys, 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 dude, dude. We were just talking about safe words. <laughs> Take it down. Pineapple. Pineapple. Everybody say their safe word. Ball gag. Harder, pussy. <laughs> And I don't have one. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's my safe word. So, yeah, we left off with Bruce singing a sad Goliath dirge. And Dylan had wandered away from the group, trying to break away from everyone. But Roy had rolled a very, very good stealth check to follow after him. You sneaky dude. I also am going to retcon because Dylan said he'd go straight to his parents. He does we after forgot, he leaves the we graveyard. Yeah, I forgot. My yeah, I told you you got to do this, and he would do this. Yeah, I would. In fairness, I yeah. blinked. Yep. Well, you're leaving a funeral. Mm. On your way out, honestly, you probably had it on your mind, but then, on a hill, a little ways away, you see a solitary orc standing next to a grave. I pull off the prosthetics that my that was my disguise as mm. I begin walking up. I went to the funeral disguised for a good reason. And I just walk up to the graves. Roy is at a safe distance where he can watch. And listen. Uh, how close do you get? Do you try to listen? Do I Because like, you need to be kind of close. Uh, roll, what did you roll last time? Was it an at 20? We, dude, it's been a while. It, he, it's been a minute. You would have remembered it. I'm going to say... You don't remember a, your nat 20s? I'm going to say as the person he's stealthing on, he rolled well enough, I can say you can probably get an okay. shot. Uh, let's, he's yeah. within your shot. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm moving forward. Yeah. He's a sneaky boy. I have a lot to do today. He's a rogue. He's very sneaky. And a halfling. You're a rogue. He's a halfling. Moving on. Mm. Yeah. So you're at the grave site, and Gorbak is there, standing in front of a grave that you've never seen. But you know what it is. Gorbak finally speaks when you step up. He doesn't look at you yet, but he says, You finally showed. I'm not looking at him, I'm just looking at the grave. Very quiet. I'm sorry you died. You were a good kid. The grave says Matthew. This is Matthew Kalog Maga. It's Orcish. When you speak Orcish. Ish. <laughs> now you know. You remember. Oh, sweet. You remember Orcish. How that do I announce? Yeah. You speak Orcish and you know that it says Matthew stolen deeds. But that symbolism of those words don't mean anything to you. We never found your body. We would have buried you next to him. Akara's in the church of Espra. Oh, she... you found her. Yeah. I probably would have found her sooner if I knew she was alive. 
Like, she hasn't talked to us in months. Yeah. But you, you knew she was around. Yeah. Okay. Let us, let's talk about the fact that over the night, Dylan has been, his memories are unlocked. He knows everything that he would remember up to the moment that he was attacked in the alley. He doesn't, he didn't see who got him because he was attacked from behind. The only thing he saw after being struck down with his face in the mud was his son going down next to him in the light leaving his son's eyes. And uh, the blood and the ritual that he did with a finger was all that he had the strength for. So you don't know who did it. You remember that you are a down-and-out noble son who never got along with his father. You always were testing the lines. You ended up in seedy neighborhood when he cut off all his money, finally, when he got tired of you. He hadn't disowned you yet, but he stopped funding your escapades until you found yourself at Cheever Bars, where you met Akara in Gorbak, and you fell in love very quickly, and... You made a life there, and you had a kid with her, and your son was eight. Spent eight years in art district. I'm a lot older than I thought I was. I'm actually probably in my 30s. You start young in D&D, you know, 14, so an adult. You remember that a car got pregnant, and you remember that a car was always trying to help her community, but the fact that the rich kept getting richer and the poor kept getting trodden on made her angry and she got in with a group that preached a religion that was into things that you didn't like you didn't know it was the cult of vena because they hide their things well they don't preach pain they preach suffering and that suffering makes you stronger no one expects the cult of vena to be as dark as it is and at one point she disappeared, and a month later your kid was left on the doorstep. You've been raising him on your own for eight years. And you knew you couldn't do it alone, so you went back to the Mages College. And your dad had just about disowned you because you bred with an orc, and he doesn't like that. Gorbax helps you. Gorbax's been more of a dad than anyone, but you also know that Gorbax is an old-school superstitious orc. And you know that no one speaks to the dead. It is bad luck. It brings them back into your life. You're allowed to talk to the dead at their graves. So you're at a loss for words, he says. Kalagmaga means stolen deeds. I know what it means. Do you know its significance? It's because he was a kid. Yeah. You never wanted to give him your last name because you don't like your father. So we were going to give him an orc name as soon as he earned one. But he didn't. It's funny. He was the one that encouraged me to go talk to my dad. He was the one that encouraged me to go back to school. Yeah, he was a clever kid. Yeah. He got it from his mom. Yeah. She's being rehabilitated at the Church of Espra. You can visit her. I will. Tell them who you are. Tell them your relation to me. I will. He walks away. Gorbak? He stops. You know I can't be him anymore. I can't be the guy that died anymore. Whatever I am now, this is who I am, for better or worse. I can't be the Dylan that was... He cuts you off and he points at the ground, he says. You're here with Matthew. And you always will be. And he walks away. I pull out a dagger. And I sit next to his headstone. And smile at it. As I wipe some dirt and, you know, moss off of it. And nod, because he always wanted to be an adventurer when he got older. The voice behind you appears. Uh, this time he's not trying to be flashy. He just appears to be a man with a tight goatee in a dark brown robe. As if he's trying to stay out of rain, even though it's not raining. Yeah, it is. Not anymore. No, it is. <laughs> Why else would there be water on Dylan's face? Oh. 
<laughs> Stole that, but it's oh. good. <laughs> you son of a It's a horrible day for rain. It's a horrible day for rain. It's an awful day for rain. Okay, so, yeah, he says, I told you that perspective would change. You're right, Azazel. Do you think I was wrong for taking that memory from you? Yes. And it's not because... It definitely would have made me weaker. It definitely would have got me killed. But I'm tired of running from who I was, and I'm tired of living in that shadow. So I'm going to be whoever the f- And the person who killed your son? I made a promise once, and I plan to keep it. Do you know who it is? I don't. Then I'll find out. You may roll insight on that if you like. It's a king of lies, so I mean... Yeah. So, I can't roll low, lesser than 8 on fucking insight for lies. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't. So, okay. it's 15 <laughs> total. Okay. You think he's telling the truth? I do not know who did it. Azazel, can I be honest with you? You're you always are honest with me, Dylan. Not always. <laughs> Hence why I hid in the church to hide from you for a while. Yeah. Honestly, hiding. Whatever. Listen... You're a devil. You're yes. e- you're evil. Let's be honest. Eh. Perspectively speaking. Yeah. You're evil. You tried to blow up a church. I don't like... Oh. Azazel. I, okay, you got me. But I don't hate you. Thanks. I don't. Because there wasn't a god to answer my prayer when my son was dying. There wasn't a fae. There wasn't a spirit. There wasn't anything. I made a deal. You answered. I don't hate you. I kind of respect you. But I want you to know one thing. From now on, I'm doing this by myself. I don't need you. And no matter what may happen, I'm never going back. Dylan. Dylan. Yes, you are. I still have your soul. In the end, you go to hell. And I'm fine. Okay. But he does pull out from his cloak. He holds out two things. He's like, I get it. And in one hand is the dagger that you just set on the grave. When you look, it's gone. And it's in his hand. And he holds it out. And it lights on fire. And he says, In one hand is a gift with no strings as an apology for your memories in the other and a book appears and it's the same book that he showed you before with the first book of spells written in kid script you remember this book now it was matthews yes or you can have vengeance and i will do everything in my power to help you get it Either way, you will end up with me. I'm not here to live long. I'm just here to get things done. He holds up the dagger then? I grab it. Offer stance. I know, and I know you'll always be listening. You have my soul after all. He bows, and he disappears in a flash of smoke. (laughs) Dylan wipes his eyes. Looks down, and he just kind of draws just a few runes in the dust. It was the first runes he ever taught Matthew, and then... And those were? Prestigitation. Okay. So from here, we will come back to you, and you'll go to your father's. Yep. Yeah. We will not. You won't? We will not. What? As Dylan's character takes off. I run up to the grave real quick and leave yet another ice flower and then fall. By the way, did he see Azazel? No one sees Azazel. Oh. You saw him because we described it. No one hears him either. Yeah. Uh, Like when you were in Bob's home. Yeah. He heard you talking to yourself. So did he just see like a shadow? Not even. He saw a dagger appear in your hand. He saw a dagger move and then appear in your hand and he saw you talking to yourself. Dylan wipes his eyes and keeps going. (laughs) 
And then you sneak another flower on the gravesite. Yep. I accidentally made Roy interested in Dylan. (laughs) Fucked up. I'm terrified. (laughs) So right after that, uh, Bruce finishes his dirge, and he begins walking out, and at the front gate, Mullion's waiting, then he nods at Bruce, and they both walk off, shoulder to shoulder. Well, shoulder to armpit. He gets close. He's tall. He's a tall boy. He's a tall boy, just not that tall. And where do you go first? We need intel. We need to figure out where to start. Lillian gives you a smile and he says, Do we get to do things my way for once? I guess we'll find out. We cut to a scene, Lillian, and you have a well-dressed man with a goatee hanging upside down by his ankles and you are gently shaking him. Mullion is asking a series of questions. Uh, so, how thick is your skull? Excuse me, unhand me. I I am Alec Lacourt. Really, I am the royal tax collector. Do you really want me to unhand you right now? And Bruce sticks his arm a little farther out the window and just lets his ankle slip a little bit. I have rethought my entire uh, standing on this, and I would very much like you to hold tightly. I'll think about it. You start talking, or I start dropping. Um, what, what? Could you repeat the question, please? Money. Records. In exchange from the deuce. Large amount. Anonymous pickup. Shit looked weird. He says, look, I am not in charge of the deuce's personal... Uh, Bruce doesn't let go, but he just suddenly drops his arm about six inches. I, I he gave he gave uh, a few thousand gold to a man named uh, Gavrillo, and uh, he is currently living in the castle. What room? Uh, um, I I I don't know. Bruce jerks him again. I don't know. Bruce punches him in the stomach. <laughs> Sorry, Alec. You know now. Uh, I. I don't know, Moline. You think he knows? You think I should drop him? Mullion uh, looks at him, tilts his head upside down to meet the guy's eyes. How hard did you hit him? Hard enough. Nah, he don't know, man. He he goes on a walk with his bodyguard, and uh, every. He would be coming back about now. You could probably catch him in front of the castle. Bruce turns with this poor son of a bitch still in his hand and just drops him on the balcony. And, uh... The balcony that's always been there? Yeah. I mean, I was dangling from somewhere. Or in the room, wherever we are. I don't know. No, I, I mean, did you there drop him a on a balcony that's below. always been below him? Like, just below, like, five feet that he didn't see. No, I just turned around <laughs> and dropped him where we were standing. He didn't fully Batman. Oh, I mean, he would have had to see How it. high up are we? <laughs> yeah. Well, how high up are you? Where'd you take him? 30 feet. At least second floor. 20 right, feet. Yeah. You drop him onto a balcony. He lands on his back. You want to give me a good insult? Oh, uh, which one? Oh, Alec? Yeah. You dicks! <laughs> that's a good insult. <laughs> in, the, in the moment, I feel that's appropriate. <laughs> Thank you, Alec, for being one of our most active listeners. Yeah, we love you. I, uh, I'll i bring you back and Eventually. torture you just like I torture your friend. <laughs> that's why you listen, right? Yeah. For the pain. For the pain. At this point, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason anyone listens. Yeah. So, Mullen, you coming or what? Uh, yeah, no, I'm... Uh, in front of the castle, though? What, what you, what's your plan, Bruce? Beat him till he talks. Kill him. Right. Uh, I think I'm with you. Let's go. <laughs> Roy. Hey. You saw Dylan leave in one direction, and Bruce and Mullion leave in another. Which path did you take? The one less traveled, Jay. Alone? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, Robert Frost. He went that way. <laughs> they chose left. He followed Bop. I follow Dylan Okay Then we won't talk about you
Actually, we'll cut to Bop. With his thing? Uh, what did Bop do instead of going to... So, cut to Bop, who is near a drain, dredging with a couple of... I guess you pop up out of the water with a bladder and a body, right? Or And a cask. Yeah, floating, well, it, it, floating, floating it up with a, a bag of air, essentially. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Go, go, uh, good old goat's stomach plug. I mean, the cask would be on the shore. Or are you putting him... No, well, no, it sinks with me. I take that Oh, jeez, okay. Toss his ass in it. Oh, got you. So there's no body ever shown topside. Yeah, exactly. that's the important thing. Got it. I saw what you were doing. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. All right. That was smart. Dormant meat. It's important to me. Oh, God. As we all know. You're rolling the keg up the beach. Yeah. As uh, one does. And a palace guard is standing there going, uh, excuse me there, door. Yeah? What are you doing? Can't yeah, you need, read this? You're gonna need that D20. It's in Dorvish. Yes. The no. Oh, well. Some good meat. Oh, really? Yeah. You're, you're a smuggler then? Is that it? What are you doing pulling it out of the water? I think so, I didn't see that. Uh, why would I be smuggling this? It's as large as I am. That's kind of obvious, isn't it? I think it's as obvious as I want it to be, Dorf. No, I shouldn't. No. How about you give me a taste? Oh, I will. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I shaped the wood into a little spigot. Okay. You know, Can you transmute liquid? No. Uh, are you going to try? I think I can do that. Don't you have the transmuter stone? Are you even going to try? I have a transmuter stone. I've given him enough time. Yeah. You have a transmutation stone. Yeah. Does that it's matter? Like, it's going to be very, very elucidating ale. Okay. Oh. What do you do? Tell me what you do. Salt water and dead body. You don't put that in your ale? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would right, probably so flavor it. You Weird. put a spigot in? Yeah. You a, give a him... Bung, bit of a Okay, bung. and then you give him what? Like a little cup that you have? Or you make... Oh, tankard. No, a tankard. tankard. Okay. So I don't skimp. <laughs> this is good stuff. All right. So, All right, Dorf. You might get out of here with only a little fine. <laughs> and uh, he looks at it and he smells it. What does it smell like? Really, it's actually going to be alcohol, so it's not going to smell like anything. Oh, my God. What? He <laughs> takes a sip. So what is the liquid inside? It's dormant meat. Oh, you're really... It's what okay. I have, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's what I get. He always get. carries that on hand. <laughs> I mean, he could have brought it. It's what he went to get, yeah. Yeah. So he takes a sip. And let's let's give him a roll. Let's give him a perception. If not one, <laughs> this is fucking delicious. It's like he looks at it and he's like, "What is that note?" Awesome, right? Hey, I will cast some off for you. You come by my shop later. No, I need to know what the notes in this. What is it? What did you put in it? It is. I put a little bit of bramblethorn, but I had a druid pick it. But there's there's something meaty. It's, it's unlike anything I've ever had. Like pork? <laughs> <laughs> like long pig? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. Is this based, one of those, those craft my... brews that I hear about? Oh, it's a dwarven craft brew. brew. A very wonderful dwarven craft brew. A 20. So, persuasion? Or what yes. You... Okay. All right, so with a nat 20 persuasion and a nat 1 perception, <laughs> I will say that you get away with uh, no fine, and you've convinced him that you won't tell him. <laughs> And he won't charge you because it's that amazing. Mm. And I'm going to pour him off a cask later. Oh, good. Here you go. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell everybody. Oh. No, I'm not. Yeah, I only have so much in, of this. In one month, the dwarf, Bob, <laughs> will have his own tavern. We're out of his fucking blacksmithy. And it'll be delicious. <laughs> it'll be delicious. What was that? Uh, the secret ingredient is dead human. Have you have you have you tried Bob's newest brined. flavor? It's called Dead Cultist. <laughs> brined. Brined Dead Cultist. Brined. So success. Success. Uh, you're rolling it down the street. Wow, good job, dude. I'm honestly impressed right now. Uh, do you want to handle anything now or can it wait? Other than that, I pull up pieces, I take my dorm crew and say, Hey, uh, there's an invention I worked on and we really should. In fact, let's Make it a little nice and send it to the thing. No, I got it. So, Roy, once again, choose your own adventure. You're following Dylan through the streets, and then you see Bop rolling a keg of <laughs> brew down the road in the opposite direction. With a swim cap on still, I <laughs> yeah. And my ring. Definitely fucking not. Give <laughs> <laughs> me some, Ryan. Not Bop. Ryan. Not Bop. Give me some. <laughs> hey, look, that's a nope. <laughs> he, chose, he chose the path of least resistance. That's a nope. So you continue following Dylan. Yeah. 
I mean, technically, you would never run into Bop. Sorry. I just liked that. It was very funny. It was funny. Because Dylan doesn't go back to the city. His his family's home is outside the city because they would never live in that style. They have a big fucking mansion, plantation style, out in the hills. So I imagine I jump off a cart, Roy, underneath the cart, rolls off and hides in a bush. (laughs) (laughs) So you get to a humongous gate. And a uh, guard is standing and is like, who goes there? Marquis Dylan Bennett. What? Did I stutter? Uh, and he whispers and somebody shoots off down the road on a horse the, you know, 500 feet to the front door of your mansion. And he opens the door. He's like, did you mind waiting a moment? But he does open the gate. No. And I walk. Uh, sir, no, I... If would you I, like to tell me no? I did. I would. Your father will tan me far worse than you will. Don't believe that. Roll intimidate. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. How do you get in? If you try. While he's busy with the guard, Deception. I roll 25 defense <laughs> stealth. I'll do that. <laughs> 25 stealth? Okay. There's only one guard. Oh, fuck. Uh... Would you nat 20? I did nat remember, 20. Remember, I'm distracting the shit out of you. I'm distracting the guards because I just said Marky Dillon. I'll give him so a disadvantage. Yeah. 20! What did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 15, but with my, you know, with my stuff, it's 25. Okay. He does not see. I will give the disadvantage. Wow. <laughs> rogue bros all of a sudden, huh? <laughs> Do you remember the rogue murder party? That was fucking <laughs> disgusting. It was. They just fist bumped, guys. I, never I need to burn you this. cooperate ever again. <sighs> you me my matches, Mitch? Yep. <laughs> And the whiskey. Well, just just fuck it. <laughs> the rum burns for us. The matches are for you. So uh, I decide against intimidation because <laughs> I no, realize. What'd you roll? Uh, six. You gave him the distraction. We're gonna go. He says, "I really should just give a minute." Put Dylan, sleep. you remember this guard? He's okay. All right, Billy. He just works here, man. <laughs> yeah. I sit in a. I sit down, cross-legged on the ground. Waiting. Thanks, Master. I didn't recognize you. It's been years. Yep. Uh, very shortly, the guard rides up, and he just waves. He doesn't even say anything. He's out of breath. And Billy says, after you. I walk past Pat, the other guard who's catching his breath on the back. See you later, Zane. So he turns back, and you go to the door. You roll the 25. You make it He's to the jump- house. How do you get in? <laughs> He's jumping through You're animal-shaped what? hedges. <laughs> yes. There's, like, a little hedge maze. In fact, it... roll wisdom. No, no, there's <laughs> actually... through the hedge maze. There's actually a hedge in the shape of a halfling, and he's just, like, standing behind it, bounced. Absolutely. <laughs> there's a scene where there's a where one of the guards walks by, and he has to piss, like, Austin Powers, because the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Austin Powers. Oh, man, no. you're a dick height. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. So it's a little uh, Cupid, you know? <laughs> Don't freeze his dick off. That'll blow your cover. I mean... So, I walk straight up to the door. You go through. They open the door for you, and they lead you in, and they lead you up to where you know is your father's study. Roy, now that you're outside, and you're along the outside edge looking for a way in, Avil says, What is your plan with this, Dylan? Fuck him up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know yet. He says he knows where the box is. Well, yeah. But also, he must like, tell you where the box is. I'm sure he will eventually. You feel, for the first time in a while, her impatience and anger makes your whole body cold. You haven't felt cold in a while. I get it. It'll get done. If he stands between me and the box? I'll kill him myself. Good. Granted... I can't kill him until he gives us the information, so chill. You telling her chill? You keep you. making bad puns. You like him, though. Not right now, I know. <laughs> you find yourself standing in uh, in front of your father. He's got his hands on his table and he's leaning forward. Are they, like, deep in? Can I, like, see them from a window? You might be able or... to, yeah. But you're going to have to walk around, whereas he got to go straight through. Perception. Fifteen? Oh. Yeah, you see shadows in one window that seem to be talking, and your father is standing across the table, leaning on it, and just, Dylan. Is there curtains? You know, it's an open window, actually. Yeah, I can roll perception again. Yeah, just do that. Meanwhile, I'm gonna... Yeah, okay, you read the lips. 
You can't hear them, but you can read their lips. Dylan. Father. Uh, I thought I said that I never wanted to see you again. Dylan, get, for the first time, gets on his knees and hands and plants his head to the floor and says, I'm sorry. Your father takes a step back. Well, Dylan, I uh, can't say I'm not surprised. My son's You finally learned humility? My son's dead. Yeah, I heard. He died next to me. I, I heard. I didn't know that. I lost my memories. And I have them back. That, that, that was true? That's honest? That yeah. sounded like one of your lies. Makes sense. Would have been a good one. Not really. I didn't buy it. Not for you. Other people would have been good to lie about that. I understand now. The feeling of losing your son and not being able to do anything. So I'm sorry. So he says, well, I'm not going to lie. You've let me down repeatedly, Dylan. I agree. But you are my only heir. And no matter how I try, I can't seem to sire another one. So I feel that I have no choice but to give you another shot. Anything you need. You say that this time, but I've... Well, no, you've never said it before, have you? No. I can remember that. You're a layabout and a, and a, and a slacker and a fool. You hang out with lowlifes. If you think that you're just going to come back after everything that you've pulled... I'm a pretty good resource. I think you should prove you're aware with all. Get yourself gainful employment. Show me that you can work. I work for the City Watch. I said, you know what? Actually, that's humiliating. You should do that for a while. That's fair. Kind of sucks sometimes. Easy paycheck besides that. Yeah. I think, uh... The paycheck should teach you humility. You living on a on a guard stipend should should be rough. Oh no, I'm actually I actually have a lot of money. <laughs> From what bartending? I reach in my pocket and throw fifty gold across his desk. Uh, he looks at it and he goes, uh, "I tip that to my waiter." Yeah, that's about what's uh, fifty gold out of fifteen hundred ninety nine. Okay. Dylan, we're rich. Do you really not understand this? Honestly, no. Well, I'm not letting you back into the full coffers yet. You, uh... I pick up my gold. <laughs> we'll give you a... We'll, get, we'll let you live... That was a our, cool display, but... <laughs> we'll, let you, we'll let you live in our shack summer home in the city for now. The one in the merchant quarter? Yes. Oh. And, uh, he gives you the key to that, and he says, um... Jeffrey's there. He's been keeping it clean. Keep working at the guard for a while, and maybe, just maybe, you'll be back in my good graces. Can I visit Mother? It might be good for her health. If I let you leave without visiting her, she would never let me hear the end of it. Oh my god, she would find me too. Oh god. I don't know about that, Dylan. She's been unwell. I've seen her pissed. You haven't seen her lately. Squint. So, yeah, you catch all that. You understand uh, what he just said. But he leaves that room. Guards kind of go with you, and he takes you to the moment. And you cannot see in there. Do you hang around? Do you try to get inside? This is an inner bedroom. There's no window here. He's currently figuring out, what's my highest damaging spell? (laughs) It's a bedroom without a window? Yeah, this one is. It's the saddest shit I ever heard. This is a mansion. I know. This mansion sucks. Yeah, this one could be better. We only have a few stories. (laughs) I feel like I'm not going to get any good information at this point, so I think I'm going to bet. Okay. Uh, Roll yourself to leave. Rolls underneath another cart passing by. (laughs) Hopefully this goes the right way. (laughs) 14. That's a 15. Fuck! I gave them a plus 5. And you are climbing the fence when a guard yells, Oi! And tries to circle around to cut you off. I yell back, Oi! And then I miss you step away. (laughs) (laughs) You get away. (laughs) You pop the spell, you get away. He is the warlock. 
sounds like uh, Dylan's dad, and he's that good nut. Bruce, you find yourself <laughs> yeah, <moving on. laughs> in front of the long walk that leads up to the castle doors, and you see a swarthy, dark-skinned man and the half-dragon in full plate that you met in the alleys that one day. Bruce. Walking with Brandon back to the castle. Left or right? Mullion looks at Brandon... He looks at the other 20 guards in the courtyard, and he goes, I'm not with you, Bruce. This is a loser's game. I'm not that bad a gambler. How far away are they? I'm going to say they're 50 feet from the door. You are 50 feet away. So I I know the big half-dragon dude. And I know Brandon. So that means the third fellow is the... uh, is the one you've been talked about, and it's the name that's been dropped for everyone else. I don't think you've actually heard it, but... Uh, we got it from Dangleman. You did get it from Dangleman, but you hadn't Gavrillo. heard it before. Gavrillo. Gavrillo. So what do you do? Bruce is going to have a chat with Gavrillo. Bruce gives him the evil eye. The stink eye? No, the evil eye. Evil Gog's evil eye. Gog's evil eye. He has to make a DC 15 charisma check, or have a disadvantage on all rolls. I forgot you have that. Charisma yeah. check? Yes. Yeah. It's a hard thing to 15? have to save in charisma. Yeah. He saves. Fuck. You feel him wave that off. That ability gives you the idea this man's fairly powerful. But he does look at you. And he smiles. Taunt. What's taunt? He must make a wisdom save. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I've never used these. It's before. wisdom? He fails. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This time you're old Nate. What does Tom do, though? So, How Bruce, you second time? he's going to take a superiority dice, a D8 of extra damage, and he has disadvantage on attacks against anything else but me. Okay, so he must fight you. If so he, how, oh, do you ta- he, how do you taunt him? Yeah, the second question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that uh, what's rules the out of the way. Is there a loose object, like, say, a cobblestone? It's always a cobblestone. Always a cobblestone. Especially for Bruce. Bruce rips shit out of the ground. (laughs) Especially these days, yeah. Look, straight up, I think if you do this the second time now, the Imagal grants you its second ability, which is you can always find a rock. (laughs) (laughs) There's always something to hurl. There's always a boulder. (laughs) Flex real hard and go, suck it. Varsity cobblestone. (laughs) Bruce is already moving forward. He sweeps a cobblestone up from the ground, whether the ground wanted to relinquish it or not, and calls out to this man, Gorillo! Coward! Weakling and spineless brat! And uh, Bruce hurls his cobblestone in his face. We just fuck this guy. Dad, no. <laughs> uh, make that attack with disadvantage because Brandon is a defense fighter and he's standing next to him with a shield. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, defeat. <laughs> what if I hit Brandon? <laughs> you might get in a fight with Brandon. Oh, <laughs> what man. What will you ever do? Not Brandon. He's our favorite. 18 to hit. 18 to hit? Yeah. Alright, so you catch this guy with a rock. He only has an armor class of 12 at the moment. Correct. Rolled me a d4. Hey, it's not you this time. It's not where the city, Roy. <laughs> no, under you, a cart. I, I heard. <laughs> you said picked up a cobblestone and Roy still flinched. He's nowhere near you. And um, he takes an additional d8 because Tom. Superiority. Oh, okay. 11 damage. Uh, just not, not feeling that How can you be so badass and suck so much dick? It, it really is confusing. <laughs> My superiority dice, I don't think I've ever rolled above like a two or a three. So, roll initiative. 16. Your Go. initiative's minus one, I forgot. <laughs> Go. Bruce picks up another cobblestone. Okay. Flinch. <laughs> we have another great game here at Varsity Cobblestone. <laughs> Bruce, the lead volleyer, is making his move on Gavrillo, the head of defense. Uh, Mullion's in the stands. I think he's waving him to try the curveball. Oh, he's giving him the wave on. Bruce shakes his head. Oh, he's going for the slider? No. Nope, it's definitely the fastball, ladies and gentlemen. 
It hits. Yeah. Yeah. It hits. Oh, it looks like he's making another move on Gorilla over here. Question, in your weapons list, does it just say fucking cobblestone? (laughs) It's gonna... I need to add it. (laughs) Now, we have a veteran over here, uh, Roy of Griffinport, a known receiver of cobblestones. (laughs) Takes nine damage this time. Okay. And Magog (laughs) is now yelling things out again. He who chooses to end Coward's deal is he who should before Magog kneel. As he just lets fly that second cobblestone. The audience is now running away. <laughs> uh, Alright, is that a hit again? Yeah, yeah, 9 damage. And they're all at the same guy, right? Yeah, same dude. Okay. So he's taking 11 and not, He's taking 20 damage. So you are now, on their round, surrounded by 10 palace guards and the... Brandon. Now, Brandon and the Dragonborn have taken seat in front of him, so now... Because bricks suck. Yeah. <laughs> and, Bruce, I need you to roll me a disadvantage strength check as they just sort of pile on you. What'd you get? Fifteen. Yeah, now, fifteen? Yeah. One shy. They rolled a sixteen, and they pile down on you, and... They just bury you in flesh and armor. That's a whole lot of breastplate. That is a lot of breastplate. A lot of breastplate. You gonna motor both those breastplates while you're down there? God damn right <laughs> I am. Hey man, he can't see that. He's gonna be a father soon. You know? <laughs> Bruce, I will give you the chance to take that 20, but you will have to move further along the scale of Magog. Renegade points will be gained. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a reference to Mass Effect. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. For you, uh, Sith points gained. Oh, yeah. Got Same it. system. <laughs> Got it. Magog points. <laughs> Magog points gained. Yeah. Correct. And you may throw them off you with an ad 20. He's going to go full anime. Just Do I just have random guards on me? Yeah. And one generic. What? <laughs> no, he's fired. Fuck! <laughs> I'm going to take that 20, and I'm going to ask you a question. What damage do I roll for a projectile guard? In full plate. Actually, you're proficient with improvised weapons. It's a D4. At least. It is. So. 19 to hit. Does There's he take people out- in the way. So I'm taking out Brandon. Yeah, Brandon falls underneath a guard. And then, uh, so what is, what is that in terms of what I'm able to use on my round? Is that an attack action? Is it a standard action mm. and an attack action, right? Standard to get them off, or is it two attack Yeah, actions? I think you used your actions to do that. Yeah, yeah. your action actions surge. are done. I'll give you a move. Action surge. Action surge? Okay. Oh, I get a move? Yeah. You can move. Uh, Bruce moves forward. Okay. Oh my god. And, uh, You're still 50 feet away. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Just letting you know. That's cool. Bruce moves forward, and uh, with an action surge, he picks up another rock. Because fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, it's really hard to hold on to that cart, huh? <laughs> Is it a disadvantage because he's being blocked by that one guy now? Yeah, you, you're going to be making your strength check against him. What are you trying to do? Throw a rock at him, because I'm not close enough to hit him yet. Yeah, no, he's full cover behind the dragon. Okay, the, the dragon takes a rock to the face. Spicy. What did you roll? 20. Not a nat 20, but 20. Okay, no, no. Sorry, yeah, 23. Yeah, my 23, bad. Yeah. His armor class is 18, yeah, so he takes a rock. Six. Bruce never has missed with a varsity cobblestone, I don't think yet, right? He is varsity cobblestone. <laughs> He's throwing cobblestones. Come on. Six damage. Okay. You are again piled upon by the guards. But what less this time? Yeah. <laughs> Man, the Griffin Port Magogs are really dominating the match. Okay, this this time, no additions, because you're full Magog, so I won't put you at disadvantage, but... And they won't have advantage, but they just roll a net. Good luck. There's a lot of nets. I've been rolling today. Oh, ten. I, I almost right. nutted. So, this <laughs> time... I was. I was like, well, shit. So, this time, the Palace Guard do not use polite arrest methods. This time, they go full... City Watch. <laughs> Full night watch. Full night watch. Full Cleveland police force. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, topical. And you are beaten to unconsciousness. Ten guards. There's one thing I'm going to say before that happens. This one. Bruce doesn't take damage from pathetic guards. It takes a long time. <laughs> you so are. There's a lot of swinging. There's a lot of swinging. Uh, you don't know how many broken bones you add to the pile. But mm. uh, you get your keg back home. 
Is there anything you need to handle in this moment? It's like, boys, come here. Alright, your dwarves are there, yeah? Yeah. Ah, Bob! Oh, you brought dwarven mead! Fantastic, I can't wait to have some. I'll crack. Let me put it down below in the dark and I'll crack some out. Okay. Uh, the, the Thane has sent uh, his gifts to you and your friends. Oh, wonderful. Yes, they've arrived. Um, whatever you're ready to get. Should we give them to you? Yes, and I will distribute them out. Okay. And also, they pull out several sorry. wrapped packages... And they just pour sort of them on the table, and each one of them has a name on it. Yeah. Ah, okay, that one. Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, I really should give the Thane something back. There's something I've been wanting to retrieve for a while, and I should spice it up a bit. I'm going to need this from you, and I start detailing out cranes and flotation buoy bits. It's almost like I'm going after the car that is down beyond the um. sewer hole. So your buddy yeah. rolls a nice wisdom check and says, what are you dredging? Uh, let's say it has four wheels and it goes rather fast. A car? Yes, essentially. I've heard of them. One that doesn't need... Gnome contraption. I can't believe anyone ever gets someone. Suffice to say this has a little bit of dwarven know-how in it. You thumb your nose. You pantomime me bastard. <laughs> Like I said, you need to handle anything in this day. Other than that, I, there's a few side things. You, you know the old strategy game. Fuck <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> well. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> I guess Randall's familiar with the strategy game, and he has very strong feelings about it. I remember it. Yes, he, he does it very well. Yes, I, uh, I used to play with my father. <laughs> yes. I need you three sets yourself. made up. You need three sets made up? Three sets. Oh. <laughs> yes. You know, the, like a proper set? We need adamantium. Uh, adamantium version. versus mithril. It's very expensive. Do you want to give him a human version? You betcha. Okay. Coat it. Make it look nice. Make sure you don't play by yourself. Oh. You'll go blind. So, so silver and lead. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Cheap metals. Exactly. From there, we can assume Bop would begin doing his day-to-day and visiting yeah. the Thane, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Dylan, you're at the door of your mother's room. Roy. Hey, where do you go? What's your business you're going to wrap up today? Going back to the tinderbox. Okay. You walk in the tinderbox, and Kendra is not cleaning. She's sitting there at the bar drinking. I'm going to sidle up next to her. How was the funeral? It was a funeral. Yeah, I don't like those. May I? As I point out whatever drink Shoves a tumbler across the table to you. It's already poured. She's a good bartender. She knows her business. I take a drink. I say, Kendra, I have a favor to ask of you. You've had a few things from Kendra's bar. Wherever she hides this, you've never found it. And we've looked. <laughs> to be fair, Bruce just drinks whatever's out. I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> Someone looked. I don't know what this is, but you should serve it more. You couldn't afford it. Either way, I have a favor to ask of you. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? So... I've, I've come into a position. You've come into a position? Yes. I've got a new job. You have a job? Yeah. I thought you were... Never mind. Don't worry about it. I don't. Good. Uh, as you know, I'm not very good with people. No, what? Yeah, I know. You? You? Shocking. Yeah. You're great with dogs. It's debatable, but <laughs> could you help me with that? Do you think I'm good with people? Better than me? Fair. I need help. I'm not good with people, like, really at all. So if you could help me out with that, that would be okay. cool. I mean, you do own a shop. You have to be somewhat hospitable. Sometimes. You seem You seem decently good tavern. at faking it. So, business might pick up, 
because Bruce is hobnobbing with the king, and I'm totally going to lean into that really hard. You want to bartend? You'll learn people's skills real fast. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could just make everything cold, so that works out. You can do that? Yeah. You've been holding out on me, Roy. She pours you another glass, tips her back. Dylan, what do you do? We saw you go into your mother's room. We're watching you come out. It was raining in the room, so I wiped my face. <laughs> fucking rain, man. It's following me. This weather patterns are fucking weird lately. <clears throat> Last, like, 80 years, yeah. I walk over to where my father's study is. Knock politely. Yes. I walk in. Yeah, Dylan. I'm heading into town. Well, good. Time to get started on your new life. I agree. Making me proud, boy. Of course. Not gonna hang out with those orcs anymore? No. Good. Show me you can do this. You'll be back in my good graces, and this will all be yours. Of course, father. And he kind of dismisses you. He's done talking to you. I bow my head a little bit and walk out. Silently closing the door and leaving. All right. You're escorted out. Billy says it's good to see you again. Yeah. Um, We thought you were dead. If you have free time, come by the place in the merchant. Your father was really upset the night he heard you were dead. He acted like, like all his plans had gone awry. Yeah, he usually does. He really seemed like he was upset when he died. For what that's worth, I know nothing. I won't say anything. It was good to see you, Dylan. The guard coughs. Bullshit! <laughs> Roy. <laughs> Zane. <laughs> Bye, Billy. Bye, Zane. Bye, Dylan. And I hop on the next cart back to Griffinport. Alright. Do you head back to the tinderbox? Yeah, or... I still need to say bye to Kendra. Okay. Well, officially say bye. Bob, do you want to head to the tinderbox for any reason? Or do He's you want to stay away? It'd be good, Well, actually. I'd wonder, I actually have all these uh, gifts, and these fuckers are usually over there. Yes. You get there, you find uh, Roy and Kendra deep into their cups. Kendra's teaching Roy a drinking song. That's just not right. Yeah, an, un- an undisclosed drinking song, because I've totally drawn a blank. So yeah, they're drinking, and they're partying it up, and you step through the door, and she, like, leads her chair back to see you come in, and falls over backwards. I pour myself a pint, <laughs> sit down. The, no, 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 the bottle. Roy, pass in the bottle. Here's the bottle. I grab a little glass, set it down. Nope, nope, ketchup, big glass. Pull out the big glass. That's for Canton. I pour. I sit down. I chug my pint. Wait! Don't drink it yet. No, I chug my pint first. Pine? Slam it down. I go over and I poke his glass and it freezes over. (laughs) He's so handy. Did you know he could do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How come nobody told me I had an ice machine? Yeah, I can light shit on fire. No offense. You're more than an ice machine, baby. You're also a pretty face. Thank you. Don't fucking look at me. I'm not even there. I think there's a love interest. Bop, you roll in and uh, right around this time you see him shooting his uh, his beer and taking a sip of his whiskey. Which is delicious. It's so smooth. So cold. Hey, Bop. Dylan. Bop! What did I do? What did I do? Bop. (laughs) I have a surprise for you. There you go. Bop. Hi. And she she, she has a bottle. And she spins it around, and on the front of it is a Dorvan stoneworked face. You recognize this as one of the finest, <laughs> fine, finest of scotches. <laughs> Dorvan scotch. You get that? <laughs> Forever. I just don't like to give it to you because you're an asshole. But this is a special occasion. I see. She slaps a, uh, a tumbler down and fills it up and slides it across the bar. You need to roll a dexterity check because she doesn't have good aim. <laughs> Roy, you might need to marry her. I have access to those, by the way. <laughs> 18. You catch it. Way to go. Scott shouldn't be cold. Roy does it anyway. 
I like it. You don't know. <laughs> he wrote his nub. Don't worry about that. I stick it under my armpit. It'll be. It'll be. I'm a heathen. I drink my scotch cold. I'm a heathen. Yeah. This should be warmed by thousands people of the earth. This should be in my belly. My bad. <laughs> this is in my belly. How you doing, Bob? What are the bags? I've got gifts from the Thane for folks. <gasps> is it a dress? I love a dress. Where's Bruce? Oh, it's not for me, is it? I'll get you a dress. Hey, now you've got a dress. Okay. <laughs> How can you... F- you're broke. You give me all your money already. I slided ten gold. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shipping. Bob, <laughs> you're saying that you were bringing me a dress. <laughs> I said, there's your dress. There you go. Oh, He's yay. Thank it. you for the dress, Bob. Cast <laughs> not a problem. And Dylan... I have two dresses. There you go. She's looking at the one dress and trying to catch it. <laughs> so I'm just anyways. whispering. Don't worry. Um, anyway, gift from the Thane. Important, yes. Yeah, I take mine. I'll look at it. Roy. What? Yeah, so there's one. There is not one for Roy. No, he did copper. Roy was never met officially by the the thing. They don't know he exists. Roy maintains his anonymity <laughs> forever. See anemone. See anemone. Roy's still in There's one. There is one for Grim. There is one for you. There is one for Dylan. And there's one for Bruce. I open mine. Fuck it. Inside is a crisp, dark, red cloak. I can never escape And it's a note. And it's written in script. And it says... Uh, read it. <laughs> yeah, it's written in human script. Okay. It's not well written. You can tell this is not the language he's used to writing, but he's His taking His nephew translated. <laughs> yeah. And it says, Dylan, we hear that you like to stand in fire and that you recently burned off your last cloak. Uh, Bop has informed us this is not the first time. Nor the Enjoy your fire resistance. Nice. So you have a cloak of fire resistance. The note is written in the most beautiful typos. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. At this point, I put Script on the cloak notes. and finally grabbed the dagger that the devil gave me. Yeah. <laughs> How come they get presents? Um, because they're better people, people. It's like, remember, you are but smoke on the water. It's true. Your present is anonymity. Yes. <laughs> I'll take it. And, Bob, your gift, do you open it? Just... Yeah, no. Inside, you find a note saying, for the crafter on the move, we give you one of the special Delver Home Pocket Shops. It is a extra-dimensional workshop. Oh my Whee! god. For smithing, and it grants plus two to crafting from within. You must stock it with its with material, but it is full of tools. Yay! For just about any metal smithing you would do. Metal oh. or stone. Now, no matter how entrenched Strana is with the party, he can go AFK whenever he wants. And it is, it's. A, I think there's a spell that's similar, but it's it's one of the extra dimensional rooms. Yeah, it's rope a, trick or rope uh, trick is the one. I think probably the, sm- the best one. Nice stick, morning kind and something or other. Yeah, morning kind. There's a bunch stick. of them. Yeah, he looks very happy about his stick, but it just looks like a stick. I pat Roy. Sorry, you didn't get magic shit. It's okay, I got this. And I create my ice rapier. Oh, oh yeah. Is that the thing he's trying to stab me with earlier? Yeah. Dope. <laughs> Behind uh, Bop steps in, Mullion is like, uh, hey guys. Hey, uh, wave hey, the rapier. Hi, Mullion! What the? Oh, uh, that reminds me, Darius wants to talk to you at some point, Roy. But more importantly, Bruce has been arrested. Bruce has been I arrested. I set down my glass. Yeah. You sure about that? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm sure. How, How many people did he kill? Uh, I did not count because I boned the fuck out of there. But he did throw several guards. Oh, I believe no, one sh- made a sixty foot guards, like six- or castle guards. Oh, uh, castle guards. I mean, come on. Bruce would never throw. Yeah, that's that's what wasn't making. Maybe sense. Daywatch. Maybe Malin? Daywatch. <laughs> he threw a bunch of rocks, didn't he? Yeah, I didn't know. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go negotiate his release. <laughs> They're going to yeah. listen to you? Yes, I'm a marquee. What? Again, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh. Okay. 
I just look at him with a cocked eye. Okay, marquee. I don't know. Did he get another hit to the head? No, I put on my marquee ring that I collected from my home. Mullane's like, didn't you sell us that ID like last week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't know. <laughs> he never really got a good look at it. Uh, he's like, uh, right. Um, Where does he keep getting Good luck with things? that. Oh, and uh, I'm probably not going to come back here for a while. See you guys later. Kendra goes, what the fuck do you, what? I what slay, are you saying? I, I slam my drink and walk away. You drink my shit and then leave like that? Sleep. Fuck. Mullion. <laughs> Uh, Dylan and Roy go. Oh, stop that! <laughs> a little loud. Kendra's like, "Yeah, don't let him." Wow. Oh, she'll be fine. I'll take her to bed. And <laughs> Molly just picks her up and takes her. Up. Roy, do you want to see Darius right now? Yes. Okay. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Why? Just do it. Can right. Molly and take me. What do you mean? Drunk. Oh, yeah, but roll slide in. 23. Yeah, no one notices that you swipe what's left at the bottle and you take it to Darius. Molly and me's at the door. Darius's door. Because he's carrying me. <laughs> Knocks on the door, and uh, you hear kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, come on, come on in. Molly in. Oh, and Roy. Darius. Oh. Oh. I see the wake started. Yes. Uh, Kendra broke out the good stuff? She did. Did I miss it? No. What? I brought some. Oh. Here you go. And I hand him the bottle. It's frozen. <laughs> it's over frozen. It's, uh, it's great. Really, thanks. You're Actually, welcome. Uh, it's very good. You know, I, I have a gift for you, too. I didn't uh, know she had this. Uh, Did you know she had this? Darius goes, thank you, Roy. Yeah, she's full of surprises. I, I know that. Uh, Sneaky. Yeah, I've got I got a couple things um, that I uh, I think Canton would want you to have. Cool. And uh, he goes to a chest to the side and he pulls out a long wrapped package. And he also has something else in his palm and he holds it out and it's a ring. He's like, uh, Canton, I gave this to him, and he pulls out a rapier years ago, but all the time you've known Canton, you've never once seen him even have a weapon on him. Maybe he had a dagger, but you never saw it. And I got it for him as a joke, because I knew he wouldn't really like it, but, and I tried to encourage him to use it, and I wish he had had it. And now I would very much like you to. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. And this is something that he did use, and he liked very much, but he said that it made him lose his edge, and he stopped using it. It's his Ring of Disguise. Roy takes it. Canton's Ring of Disguise requires attunement, not a game. And Canton's Lucky Rapier is a plus one to attack and damage and a plus one to saves. I believe with your ability, you can change that into your summon blade, correct? Yeah, he can meditate on it and it becomes yeah. a summon blade. Yeah. He gives you those and he's like, and yeah, uh, Canton would have wanted you to have them, and more importantly, I, I do. Because, uh, tired of losing thieves. Roy, uh, Roy's visibly crying. It's raining. It's raining in the sewers. It's gray water. Thank you. Thank you, Darius. So, I told you, uh, there's not a lot of us left. Uh, Canton was kind of our recruiter. I, I'm not great at getting around. And Mullion, Mullion pipes up, I'm shit with people. <laughs> I mean, me too. I'm not great. You got more friends than we do. I mean, I asked Kendra for help with that. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You're literally the only one we got. All right. I know that's not like the rally cry you want to hear, but yeah, you all, you're all we got. <laughs> I'll take it. And basically, they start talking about your new role in the Thieves Guild and what they expect from you. And they let you in on Thieves Guild secrets finally. <clears throat> we 
Wait, so what am I now? Whatever you want to be, man. Uh, Canton was called Fox. I've promoted you to Badger, Mongoose, Fox, but none of that fucking matters. It's it's us. <laughs> yeah, it's there's like three of us and a handful of kids that don't know any better. You're a last chance. So, one of those secrets was that I could have actually transferred a long time ago. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. No. Zing. Well, it's not your thing. I knew that when I met you. You want to be a guard? That's the transfer? So you spent the last two weeks combing through John's paperwork. Roll me an investigation. Uh, 21. You comb through the paperwork for two weeks, and uh, John also says, hey, look for anything that might help Bruce. Um, but throughout your time, you're going through it, and you're finding arrest records and bills and this and that, and you're sorting through it. Services. The thing you notice is that there is not a single file on Canton, Mullion, Darius, Bruce... So we uh, we cut to Bruce in uh, in a cell in the fucking castle, which he hasn't been in in twenty five years. Uh, yeah, long time. And uh, Bruce is uh, writing letters of apology to the poor guards that he beat the ever loving goddamn fuck out of for getting in his way. The, uh, the notes are all a little bit different, uh, mostly because Bruce's hand starts to cramp as he writes them, but they're all something along the lines of, uh, my condolences for your injuries. They were necessary. I'm sorry you got involved. I understand it was your job. I hope that there's no hard feelings. The last letter that Bruce writes, he writes in his finest calligraphy, two simple words in the center of the page. Nice catch. And he hands out one of the guards and says, This one. This one goes to bread. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Torchlit Tavern. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we hope you will continue to enjoy many episodes in the future. Don't forget to like us and rate us on wherever you listen, and don't forget to share us with everybody you know so our podcast can grow. Also, don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcasting service is. And, furthermore, should you wish to follow our lovely players and their epic journeys, you can follow them at the following locations. Hey guys, it's Ryan, favorite Warlock Roy, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at RyanSCBSantos. You can find your favorite DM, Jameson Oxford. On Twitter at Agent Beige. And you can find your Skeleman himself, the gentleman, Mr. Grimm, at big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find your good boy Dylan on Twitter at Argo Omega. Fuck your warlock. Red?